and welcome to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. Uh, you are joined by your usual hosts here, Josh Hartley and Ben Porter. Ben, how are we doing? Uh, we had a really weird conversation before we came on the air here. <laughs> like, uh, like, like weird even by our standards. I, I, yeah. Um, I, I, can we can we go over it again? Right. I mean, we, I were, it, we were riffing for about yeah, five minutes. I think we had... Um, a, a drone delivery system for toilet paper, which that's Jamie's fault. We scrapped the original Kickstarter that I was coming on to talk about for a uh, a helicopter toilet paper delivery system, um, yeah. which is going to be via a drone. But I think you guys kind of came out with some, some cracking ideas, so feel free to uh, continue to riff on that. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, see, how, well, my, we'll my, see how far we can My concern this. about this drone delivery system was that you, you the drone delivers your toilet paper, mm. And then there's that uncomfortable moment where the the drone's just watching you on the yeah. toilet. Yeah, I mean, m- m- maybe maybe if you you sign up to the premium version, then you could you know ask it to switch the camera off. Yeah, or like <laughs> face the wall. Face so hold on, in, in, in so in your idea of the service, what is the drone giving you the toilet paper, and then you've got to give it back to it? <laughs> it takes it away, it takes it away <laughs> to the next you know, person. The environment, like I yeah, mean, think, yeah. think about the amount of trees that are felled so you can wipe your arse. You yeah, just but... wiped your arse on a forest you're not, your whole life. You're not, you're not reducing the amount. People are still going to need the same quantity of toilet paper. But, but doesn't doesn't toilet to, toilet paper gets recycled, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on it. <laughs> I don't know. It just freaks me out when, when when it says recycled toilet paper on it. But I know that doesn't mean actually. Toilet paper that has been recycled from previous I'm, I'm, paper. I'm hoping it's regular paper <laughs> that that was really bad in its previous life and it's yeah. now been reincarnated as thinking, toilet paper. Do you think in like 3018 there's going to be toilet paper that's wiped a thousand bums? Yeah, maybe. Possibly. And then they'll have that on the packaging like a badge of honour. Yeah, like a gold seal. <laughs> wiped a thousand bums. Yeah. Be super kind of like eco-friendly people who, as you say, as a badge of honour, will, will will kind of embrace that completely and, and boast to their friends about how many bums they've had to join yeah. in. <laughs> this is a so, crazy conversation. So how, how how long have you been using secondhand toilet paper? I've been I've been using it for three years. Just, like like they're all like bragging to each other. Like how how long have you been wiping your arse with recycled paper? I'd like to think, as you say, kind of like paper that's just had like a really bad rep has has then sort of just been mashed into kind of pulp to, to be used with toilet paper and it'd be good. A sheet of paper, you have to do something really bad to to, to become it's, that. It's, it's gonna be all the all the F-rated homework, yeah. isn't it? Like all, all the homework that got F-rated. Like stuff F-rated and, and homework and like you kept pamphlets. You kept pamphlet. I was thinking Yeah, they all those evil sheets of paper, they they get turned into toilet paper. Yeah. Um we should probably introduce Jamie. Yeah. Hello, we've got Jamie on the show with us. Yeah. Jamie the notepad. <laughs> yeah. Uh who didn't come on the show to talk about uh Recycled toilet paper, funnily enough. Although anyone tuning in up until this point would have tuned out, probably would think otherwise. Yes, um, Jamie, uh, <laughs> you you are actually in fact on the show to talk about the game that you are bringing to Kickstarter very soon, isn't that right? That is absolutely right. Yeah, thanks very much for having me here to discuss that amongst uh, everything else that we'll <laughs> inevitably talk about today, including what we've already talked about. 
uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm here to kind of have a chat with you guys about uh, the game that I have designed and, and, and produced all the art for myself mm-hmm. um, called Hero Master, an epic game of epic fails. Um, and it is a game about being, uh, it's a fantasy mm-hmm. game. It's like a dungeon crawler, mm-hmm. um, but it's a competitive game. So you guys are essentially the worst of the worst heroes um, and you have been trying to get into uh, decent parties the entire uh, duration of your hero, you know, your adventuring career uh, to no avail. You're the guys that get picked last for everything, like kind of like ever since school, oh, gym class, no. you just managed, managed to be the last guys to get picked. Uh, and still now, um, uh, it's, it's the same kind of vibe. So uh, anyway, you're kind of, as, as you do, kind of like lounging around at the tavern uh, and uh, oblivious as you are usually to everything going on, you seem to be kind of unaware that there's a dragon that's come back to town. So all these adventurers are coming in and out of the uh, tavern, kind of forming up the parties and going off. And before you kind of like realize what's going on, the dust kind of settles, everyone's gone, and you kind of look around and realize that you probably should have joined one of those mm-hmm. parties. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you look around, and it's the same sorry faces sat around you that you always end up on an adventure with. So desperate to leave the party, uh, you decide to go out uh, and uh, try to prove yourself by taking on the dragon and getting its horde that you can come back and show and try and buy your friends next time into another party. So um, so that's the that's the plan. So because you're trying to desperately get away from the, the other guys, you're kind of trying to get in their way and sort of like kind of, sort of defeat the monsters before they, they get the chance to. So you can kind of go back with the bragging rights mm-hmm. and, and the goal to, to, uh, to show off to people. So it's a game where you're uh, fighting against monsters. Mm-hmm taking on kind of like traditional roles <coughs> excuse me in a uh, in an adventuring party so you've got like the barbarian and the, the rogue and the mage and the, and the healer sounds a bit like unlucky frog the game but uh but it's all kind of a bungling mess of um buffoons trying to uh sort of get get their way with uh with, with, with kind of getting to the head of the party and, and what have you so um yeah it's all about squabbling to be the party leader it's all about kind of trying to uh, trip each other up before they can get their kind of like lay their hit on the monster uh, and try and get yours in at the same time so um yeah it's kind of a combination of um hand management sort of strategy um and it's and with the kind of humor and stuff uh, on the cards uh, in terms of the the kind of writing and the and the style of the art um, it's all kind of very lighthearted, but actually it's cool. There's, there's some quite deep strategy in kind of trying to maintain your authority as the party leader uh, without being usurped by someone else who's they're all completely insubordinate, can't stand each other, um, and also try and get your best mm-hmm. attack down without getting bungled. So it's um, yeah, a lot of kind of tip for tat, kind of uh, uh, some take that um, elements and a little bit of deck building in there too. Um, but each time you kind of come to resolve an encounter, it's a good old fashioned d20. Uh, kind of like D&D style kind of combat. I mean, yeah, I love the idea of uh, being the Z-list yeah. uh, heroes, which to be fair, <laughs> it, uh, to be fair, that's my kind of go-to in when I'm playing something like Dungeons and Dragons anyway. Yeah, I mean, you, you'd be surprised by how many people were, you know, speaking to it at conventions and stuff, and you kind of explain the premise of the game, they're like, oh my god, that sounds like my D&D session. Like, yep. it's just... Uh, so yeah, for reals, uh, rather than kind of like a, an actual parody. So um, so yeah, it, it's nice in the fact that people are kind of embracing it um, from that sort of standpoint already. Kind of like in that kind of yeah yeah I remember those kind of occasions and stuff. And all of the kind of the um, the writing in the on the cards and stuff like kind of the flavor text is all very much kind of sort of like written as if it's about um, these kind of eight characters uh, who each kind of represent like one of the races or the classes within sure. the game. Um, and you're kind of getting little tidbits of their kind of like life and their stories from the cards. So kind of like how uh, Leaf Tickle the Elf uh, is uh, is is just 
absolutely uh, obsessed with reminding everybody that they were the first race uh, the elves to grace the world. So they should probably go first in everything, whether that be being the party leader uh, or, or getting the first choice of the sandwich sandwich platter. So. <laughs> That, you know it, it, that kind of like kind of silliness that kind of like goes through but you kind of feel as you're reading the cards you're getting to know the characters and stuff but mm. um i was asked today it's like oh do you play as those characters it's like well no they're kind of they're just kind of representations of, of the sort of the idiocy of the characters kind of found in the game but you actually at the start of the game you a bit like smash up uh, where you combine two decks of cards you're combining a, a race and a class together mm-hmm. to kind of come up with these unique combinations of cards oh, to okay, cool. play That's so right. Cool. So what are the playable races? Because there's one I always look for. Okay, uh, let's see if we get it. Um, so there is uh, the humans, uh, which uh-huh. uh, they are kind of known as... Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I play a, a new game, I always start as like the human fighter because it's the most basic kind of, of yeah. thing to kind of pick up the rules and stuff. So yeah. with, 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 with the human, she is uh, her cards are like uh, listed as, as boring. She's an underachiever. Um, she's uh, she's foolhardy. So basically, all these things kind of like she's a combination mm. of, uh, of all the other races have been around for a lot longer. So essentially, um, she uh, oh her special move is vanilla, uh, where she basically gets to change everything to regular damage rather than kind of like something exciting like fire or what have you and stuff. So kind of <laughs> just completely taking out all the all the enjoyment of kind of like playing a kind of an interesting mm. character. But like, but because of that, she's in actual fact like kind of a lot of fun to play. But yeah, she's kind of like, because she's like the youngest race and stuff and what have you, everyone treats her like a kid in the party and stuff. So, you know, kind of like her mm-hmm. her opportunity to steal the party leader, uh, rather than everyone else kind of basically like pulling like rankings of like, well, I do this and I do that sort of thing. She just charges into combat without really realizing what's going on. She just kind of throws herself in. So uh, it gets a massive kind of um, mm-hmm. uh, decrease to her defense, but at the same time gets to steal the party leader and stuff. And she just, yeah, she, she's constantly kind of like, the, the idea of the game is that you've got these attacks and stuff is really like, you know, what you would imagine um, characters to have as their attacks, like the barbarian can rage and what have you, but uh, but the, the bungle sort of side of things, and some of the attacks too, are kind of the innate dopey traits these characters have. So hers is just basically walking around telling them really boring stories that they've heard a million times because they've lived for thousands of years more than she has. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and, and the fact that yeah, kind of like she's never really lived up to much, and what have you. So um, there's also the the uh, halfling as well. Who? Hey, there you go. That's my go-to. So I mean, the halfling barbarian is a, is a dangerous combination. So so beware of that if you manage to get it. Um, but the the, the halfling can uh, slip between the monster's legs to avoid an attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the special move. But um, the the kind of the bungles from the halfling are always eating and lazy. So. Uh, essentially kind of like yeah the the party just getting driven mad by this this half thing like constantly having like third dinner and stuff like when he's supposed to be kind of in the middle of a of a combat so much like, George. Much like myself yeah ben beat me to my own joke <laughs> your, 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 spirit, your spirit animal your spirit race should i say uh, yes um so uh so yeah it's kind of so with, with these bungles the idea is that kind of like you're playing these cards on other players to kind of stop them from getting the gold from a monster because if you defeat the monster you get the gold sure. um and those are kind of the victory points in the game. Mm-hmm. The bungles are things that would drive other people in the party crazy because, you, as I say, you can't stand each other. So kind of like the wizard, for example, is really pompous and kind of like refuses to let you use your magic weapon or something you just picked up because he doesn't think you're authorized to use it. Mm. Um, as I say, the elf is constantly pulling rank on everybody for being like the kind of the, the venerable race. Uh, and, and the dwarf is just like belligerent and, 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 and annoying to everybody because he just, you know, has no manners. Um, Josh is the just, barbarian. Um, staring <laughs> suggestively at me just now. Ben always plays a dwarf. So. Oh, I see. Right, yeah, no, well, that makes sense. 
it, it, um, it's just the fact that I play the dwarf. None of the other things apply. Right? <laughs> None of the grumpy stuff. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> uh. So um, yeah, you've got the human, the elf, the dwarf, and the halfling in the races and classes. You've got wizard, uh, priest, rogue, and barbarian. And the barbarian has just got no spatial awareness, and that's his kind of. Um, that's his bungle. That's his bungle. Yeah. Uh, just, just having literally like he's just too big just to fit fit in anywhere or let anybody do anything. So, um, <laughs> is, yeah. is a barbarian halfling the size of a normal person? Just a more like kind of like if you imagine a halfling height, but kind of like maybe sort of seven or eight feet wide. Um, I'm, I'm picturing like a three foot Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> Coming in the barbarian, but three foot tall. Exactly. Yeah, you can, with it with a sword that's about four times the the, the size of it, like kind of swinging right. around. Um, so <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the that's the kind of the, the premise. The kind of like that you are kind of trying to bungle your way through, quite literally, um, to to the dragon's den. And to be honest. When you get to the dragon's den, you have a showdown with a dragon and stuff, and a lot can be won and lost in that moment. But I say, to be honest, most is lost at that moment because again, you are <laughs> the worst guys. Like kind of like everyone's trying to take a punt on the dragon right at the very end mm. uh, because it kind of it yields so much of a, of a reward. But you're you're probably going to get defeated and die like when you try to take it on. So it's kind of sort of like it's a bit of an all or nothing move. Um, so if you're in the lead, uh, like kind of some people are kind of trying to avoid it, some people are trying to secure the victory by going for it. Some people are just trying to get into combat because you, you can't bungle someone if you're not involved in the combat yourself. So you're likely to get, you know, oh, right. from the head by the dragon if, if, you know, so it's like, right, well, do I get involved in this combat and bungle someone uh, and risk to get kind of eaten by the dragon or do I kind of completely stay out of it and just hope to God that they're going to just screw it up? Um, so, yeah. And, and and the bungles also kind of, they, they increase the threshold for a critical fail. So in D&D, you'd roll a mm-hmm. one and you, you'd, you'd critically fail. In this, an epic fail occurs um on 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 the number that kind of like is in the threshold of, of the bungle card if you get bungled so it could be like a one to eight that you got you, you critically fail oh. when you do something something kind of basically mayhem happens it, it, can, it can be positive it can yeah. be ne- negative so it could be that kind of like the guy who's been kind of like leaning on you kind of like eating cake in your ear uh gets whacked with your axe instead of the monster or it might be that kind of like you end up kind of like full-on punching yourself in the face and knocking yourself out um, you know, any, anything goes really sort of in that situation. So there's a, there's a, there's a small deck that you draw from. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, you kind of travel from location to location, um, which is picked by the party leader again. So another reason to kind of try and scroll to be a party leader, mm-hmm. uh, to which kind of like, and, and when you choose a location, it has a benefit for the party leader usually. So you kind of want to pick that up and, and work out which one benefits you the most. So it might be kind of like that you find some kind of healing or it might be that kind of, um, there's a, a treasure that you've kind of found because you're first on the scene because you're the party leader. Um, so yeah, it kind of like, and as you go through locations, there's different kind of uh, monsters to fight um, in those different locations. There might be boss monsters that are um, only kind of unique to that location. So they've got different skills too. Um, so each time you play, not only are you going to play different characters and different combinations of characters, like currently 16, mm-hmm. uh, different variations, but also uh, there are going to be, you're going to be playing against different characters too, so it kind of makes things differently on how you play against them maybe and kind of think about what mm-hmm. you're going to do. But also each location you play in, there's going to be different monsters. Uh, you're going to pick up different treasure. There's you know loads of treasure cards in the game and stuff, so kind of uh, you're, you're going to sort of – it will take you quite a few games to kind of see everything uh, and play everything. So, yeah, there's lots of replayability. And, um, yeah, I mean sort of it's, uh, it's a game at the moment kind of it's, – it's, it's been kept to a – uh, about an hour um you can extend mm-hmm. it with, with extra locations and stuff and you could even run yeah. games together like in the form of a campaign i'm actually kind of like 
working on a campaign at the moment um, for a stretch goal. Um, you heard it here first. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's um, yeah. There's lots of exciting stretch goals that I'm kind of really excited about getting getting out there and and and, uh, and yeah. So it's um, yeah. That's that's kind of the long and short of it. There we go. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, but you've talked quite a bit about the the use of humour in the game. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that occurred to me is that um, a, a lot over time, uh, humour often has a tendency to wear a bit thin. Um, how how have you circumvented that that issue? I mean, uh, um, uh, I guess a, a game I could use as an example here's Cards Against Humanity, right? It's like the first yeah, time no, you play that. Yeah. Everyone's guffawing and everyone's appalled at the the things are written on the cards. Then you play it a couple of times and it loses its charm. So, how 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 have you approached comedy? Yeah, um, well, I, I, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. I mean, it's it's um, it's actually one of the things that got highlighted um, as a as a positive part of the game um, by one of the reviews that we just that I just got. It should go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a I had a quick sneaky read um, before it went out. Um, because uh, we were just kind of working out when to kind of release the different reviews and stuff to try and kind of sure. uh, drip feed a little bit, kind of so it wasn't all kind of a big sort of like kind of overload of information on the 18th when it when when, the, when, when it launches. Um, but uh, but yeah, one of the positive things was like you know this this is a game that kind of does humour well. It's not kind of like that kind of slapstick kind of sort of like sort of thing. It's 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 kind of then they're, they're almost like nostalgic kind of like those kind of warm tidbits of, of, of story that you kind of get and they kind of sort of make you smile because you kind of you can re- you're they're relatable if you played kind of like you know yeah. games and stuff mm-hmm. and i think because so the, the, there's that element of humor actually like literally written on the cards there's you know the, the the illustration backs it up but i think the kind of like because you're given that flavor you get, you get into that mood with it but the, the kind of the real humor is when you're kind of actually like enacting out you're acting out uh those kind of like different cards when you're playing the game sort of thing. So kind of like there's so much banter going around the table when you kind of like bungle someone for the, like the night time that, that encounter, you know, sort of, or, or, or that, or that location, you're like, dude, just leave me alone. Like what's going on? Sort of thing. Kind of yeah. like, it's like, it's always the elf. Like why the elf? Like, you know, kind of like that sort of thing. It's kind of, it's those moments where you sort of like, you start to actually develop that, that, that party mentality uh, of Dungeons and Dragons, but kind of like a really dysfunctional party mentality. So that's where that kind of persistent humor comes from. Yeah, sure. You might've read, you know, you are going to, you're, you're going to read the cards at some point, all of them. I mean, there's a lot of cards mm-hmm. to read, but like, because you've read those cards, you're, it's all going to feel quite natural to then kind of assume those roles of the characters. Do you know what I mean? And, and I, was, I, I did a, um, a playthrough with, uh, the guys from Polyhedron Hedron collided the other day and sort of had a chat with someone else as well. But anyway, we're just kind of sort of saying how actually the um, when you play a character, you really kind of assume the role of that character because they've got quite different skills. Uh, so they're yeah. pretty sneaky and sneaks in and out of combat and what have you and stuff. And it's when you play on those kind of tropes that you find kind of find in there, especially when you kind of like make light of them, then people are like, dude, that rogue, like, God, he's so slippery. Like, you know, kind of like, and it's it becomes that kind of like comical, kind of comical moment. So... Um, so I think that's 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 its longevity and, and its lasting power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because like you say, I think I think when you uh, the big difference between this and the example we use, Cards Against Humanity, you're you're role playing effectively. Yeah. It's it's a little it's it's it, it strikes me as a little bit you know RPG light, a bit more you, nuanced. But, yeah. but because you're role play, you're playing those characters. You know, you'll get into it, and that—that's where the the staying power would I, be. I think there is something to be said for 
for games like this where winning is is almost like a secondary objective to <laughs> to creating the most. You know, it's like it's like Tales of Arabian Nights, right? Yeah. It's like I, that. That's quite a divisive example, I know, but um, like whenever we play that, like nobody really cares who wins. A lot of the time, you yeah. don't even remember who won. It, it you you just remember that um that I spent like most of the game in jail yeah or right, turning yeah. into a monkey or or, or something like yeah. that yeah God I'm trying to think of the name the name of the game that we played um a couple of years ago God it's gonna drive me insane but it's it, it marked as this game and now this I'm I'm going off on a tangent here as I said I probably would go be. for it uh, go for but, it like just to like because there's also I think there's a, a game that came out on Kickstarter recently called Roll Quest possibly uh, Roll um so uh so no there's i think there's another kickstarter called roll quest i'm gonna look like an idiot when it when i've got the name wrong but uh, in that it's kind of a game where you're you're trying to like you're i think you're scoring points or kind of like by playing like a kind of like a morose like wizard or something or kind of like you know this that and the other mm. here and master isn't that kind of like it's kind of like role plays optional you know kind of like it's just the fact that kind of people tend to get into their characters and sort of like giggle about the, the, the tropes and what have you but there was a game that i can't remember what it's called but it was it was it wasn't you kind of scored points at the end for kind of like how your your um storyline kind of played out but it was very much right. like an acting sort of thing it was a lot of fun yeah kind of like it's just like really really stupid stuff that we had this one where basically kind of like it was like a murder mystery set in like a cowboy environment but like all of the characters were goofballs trying to find out kind of like what it was so it was a lot of fun and not, not kind of like humor involved and stuff and uh yeah so that, that that was good too excellent so this is your first game but it's not your first kickstarter is it yeah you're right it's um i've done three kickstarters before all for um as i primarily an artist um so i work on other people's board games and stuff but kind of as a kind of like as a test for like kickstarter when i first did uh, one of the campaigns it was a few years ago and stuff and kicks us come on like leaps and bounds in, in, in you know sort of in recent years um so i, I mean the, 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 i looked back on my my campaign pages and they they just wouldn't stand up now compared to kind of like what i'm putting out for for hero master the game yeah um, so it's a really different experience and stuff i mean sort of like but but they were the great thing is they're all successful one of them was a was a hero master greetings card kind of set which is kind of was a, a soft launch almost for this because I wanted to kind of see how the humor was received, if there was a market kind of for that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And, and it's great. And sort of like I, I sell them on Amazon and Etsy and stuff now, and there's still a kind of like a, a good trickle of, of income coming from that, So which is really positive, especially kind of now I can stick a, a, a business card in for the, for the game too. Um, so that's kind of worked out as good marketing and stuff. But um, yeah, it's my first, it's my first solo. And I say solo, not as in the gameplay variant, but um, solo project which is a game mm-hmm. because I've worked on other mm-hmm. people's games and worked with them on Kickstarter as the artist and as the graphic designer and kind of sometimes as a bit of a kind of like helpful source of information for Kickstarter because I've worked on, on a few now. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say, <laughs> say I'm a consultant or anything by any means because I, I, I rely heavily on other people um, in the industry uh, in terms of consultation and stuff. So um, I can't claim, claim that at all, but I, I'm always happy to give information where I can about that sort of stuff. But So this is, yeah, this is my first uh venture um going solo for for a game so um so yeah i'm really excited it's kind of sort of like yeah i'm a, I'm a real fancy nerd so so i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have started without doing a fancy game and i think because it's a game uh because sorry because uh the the, the fancy genre is you know, it's 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 very very heavily saturated i wanted to do, wanted to do something which was kind of 
maybe put a, a different spin on it and, and yeah a little different mm-hmm. a little yeah. different so i would t- take i take it then you are a dungeons and dragons player as well what what character are you playing at, uh, as at the moment well you know what i haven't played in a couple of years and and uh, <sighs> my, but my my uh, yeah i kind of i basically moved away from uh, my old group and uh, and kind of never really sort of settled down into into another one and so ended up actually mm. playing a lot more board games than i than i, than I rpg now so um, you know, my, my board game collection is, is very fantasy heavy um, and quite often kind of quite dungeon crawl heavy as well. Um, Excellent. So, we, we love a good dungeon crawl here at Unlucky Frog. What are you playing at the moment? What am I playing at the moment? I'm playing a combination of uh, obviously Gleamhaven, which is kind of like, you know... It, I, I, do you know what, though? Ob- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> I've stitched, stitched myself up, though, because I'm, I'm playing solo, again, because I've just moved into the middle of the countryside and there's no one around. Mm. Although I did just find out there's a gaming company like around the corner from me, and they've invited me for a, for a game, which is really cool. Um, oh, hey, that's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice of them. It's a, a, a girl who does... Do you know uh, Katie Aidley, who does... Um, she does Katie's Game Corner. She's another content creator, and she's just started working for them. So she's like, "Yeah, come around, bring Hero ah, Master." So that was really cool. So, yes, um, so I should be trying to do that at some point soon. But what I've done with Gleamhaven, like an absolute fool, is uh, playing it solo. I went from two characters, and I was like, "This is really cool. I love this. How can I make this better?" Well, more is always better, isn't it? So I added another character, and then I added another character in the, th- the next scenario, or a couple of scenarios when I can actually kind of like, I think I've got the the, the town's prosperity to enough to be able to recruit someone at you know the next level up um, mm. straight away. So waiting for that, did that, and my god, the scenario like the scenario took me like five hours like to do with four characters. I went into kind of complete analysis paralysis and like kind of yeah. Um, so I would advise, and this is I kind of went on a couple of different board game groups and like. Does he, has anybody tried this? Like, kind of, it just seems like I, I, can, I can no longer get it to the table because you need a full Sunday afternoon to kind of like, you know, and I've got a one year old yeah. as well, so it kind of makes that quite difficult. Um, uh, yeah, I imagine. <laughs> so it's now reduced but, down to, to two, two characters again. And who do I cut? It's just not fair. I, I, yeah. So the, yeah the, on the plus side, though, uh, in three years' time, you, you'll have a you'll have a child that you could maybe exactly well <laughs> yeah, with. With. in in the meantime uh flaming phil studios are bringing gloomhaven to pc i know there we are how cool is that yeah i'm yeah. definitely gonna buy it the sad thing is though and and because I, I love the kind of like tactile nature of like having a board game of figures and stuff but you know what kind of like i have i i am also another fool because i didn't i didn't invest in the um the what do you call it the um uh, the inlay, the fancy inlay that um, that oh yeah, kind of like done and uh, which kind of helps tear up, tear down times a lot apparently. But um, I, I'm I'm really worried that if I buy the game, then I won't go back to the actual ball game. But you know, it's it, it, I, I really I really love the ball game and having it kind of like all done for you is quite a nice feeling. But um, yeah, I, on on my one year old, definitely, literally <laughs> for his first birthday, I bought him a big D6 in hope that you know it might kind of like. I know, start, yes. to, start to immerse him into some kind of gaming world. Start him out young, that type of Look thing. Look while they're young. Exactly. Yeah, that's, uh, exactly. That's, the, that's the tactic. I think that's just about all we've got time for. But just before we go, do you want to uh, let our listeners uh, know where they can find out more about uh, uh, Hero Masters, an epic game of epic fails? <laughs> you nailed it. Good job. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of like a tongue twister. It's, it's, it's a challenge yeah. <laughs> that I give people before, uh, before I interview them. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, you can. There's several places you can find me and the game. 
Um, so I'll be launching on Kickstarter on the 18th of September, which is a Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. And it will most likely be around lunchtime for the UK. Um, mm-hmm. And in the meantime, uh, you can actually sign up for the mailing list so you get kind of notifications for it, There's, uh, which is at thenobleartist.com slash heromastergame. Uh, and if you sign up early, then you do get access to a bonus card as well, um, which will come when the uh, when you get your your reward um, from the Kickstarter. Um, and also, uh, the preview link to the Kickstarter is also live as well. So that's actually kind of uh, um, in several places. Uh, if you go to the um, Facebook page for Hero Master, you can find it there. Uh, sorry, the Facebook group, even should I say, which is um, Facebook.com/groups/HeroMasterGame. Uh, and there's a really cool community there uh, of, of almost a thousand people now talking about it um, and uh, and getting really excited about it, which is which is making me very very happy and kind of like um, really really sort of validating to feel like kind of what you're doing is 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 um, is being really well received. So that's really cool. Um, and yeah, so um, those are the kind of uh, two main places to to find out about the game and obviously as I say, Kickstarter. Um, you can you can check it out now beforehand. Video content still um, uh, is is going on there soon. Uh, but that's about mm-hmm. the last thing that needs to go up. So um, everything else is on the page. Excellent. Excellent. Well, look, Jamie, thank you very much uh, for coming on the show. And, of course, we at Unlucky Frog will be sharing uh, sharing the Kickstarter page as it goes live and keeping all oh, our amazing. listeners up to date on that as well. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, thank you once again, Jamie, for coming on. Thank and uh, from Ben and I, have a good night. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 Hi everyone, it's Charlotte from the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. All you need to do is search Unlucky Frog Gaming. You can also show your support for the Unlucky Frog through Patreon. To find out more information, check out our website www.unluckyfrog.com. Thanks, bye!